0: Mobile penis flashers are on the rise in Japan, and watch out for the rolling mountain poop balls. Lastly, a trial run in Japan of anti-groping UV stamps. Yes, these are the weird stories for Thursday. This is Jonesy. What's up? What's up, my fellow weirdos? You're on to the Weird AF News tip. Yes, you are. And I got some weird stories for you today. Hope you enjoy them. I'm glad that you're here to listen. Please subscribe and do all that stuff to the Weird AF News podcast, which you are now listening to, which is actually the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm very happy to be here. Let's do it. Thanks for listening to the weirdest stories from around the world on Weird AF News with your host, Comedian Jonesy. Mobile penis flashers are on the rise in Japan. Oh, yes. Police in Fukuoka, Japan this week arrested and filed charges against a 37-year-old man who sent some unsolicited penis pictures using his smartphone to a passenger on a train. This violates a Japan ordinance forbidding troublesome behavior, specifically a clause regarding obscene and degenerate acts. Yes, in Japan... These obscene acts are forbidden. I wish they were forbidden in my country. I mean, they kind of are, but they're happening all over the place still, especially on trains, buses. You will see degenerate acts in such places. (laughs) Not enough people are being arrested for obscenities in public places in my country, unfortunately. So in Japan, one of the first countries to develop camera phones, way before the iPhone. They've seen the rise of something called the chikan, C-H-I-K-A-N, which is a Japanese word meaning, meaning pervert, <laughs> and they're using smartphones as a key weapon in their perversion. Camera phones have been used in Japan since the get-go to take upskirt photos of girls' underwear, to sneak photographs of women in bathroom stalls, and, of course, to take nude photos at Japan's hot springs and public baths. AirDrop is a new thing as well if you have an iPhone. you guys know what AirDrop is? Well, perverts are using AirDrop to send a plethora of unacceptable, obscene, degenerate photos to people during a trip, for instance. Because you can send a photo through AirDrop and anybody in the vicinity can look at it. Even if you don't want to see it, a large thumbnail of the photo displays on your screen. This has led to the rise of the virtual flasher. Yes, people that are snapping a virtual dick pic and sending to people in their vicinity using airdrop. The article says, virtual flashing is relatively safer than groping a victim in a public space, of course. Chican apparently derive a perverse excitement when seeing the look of disgust across the face of their victims when they see the penis thumbnail suddenly appear while riding a train or a bus. As a result, a new term has been coined. These digital molesters are now called Airdrop chican, And with more than 41% of Japan's smartphone users using iPhones, the number of potential victims is astronomical. People be airdropping dick pics. I've heard stories of uh, friends of mine, women in L.A., who wear airdrop dick pics while sitting in traffic. <laughs> On their phone in traffic in L.A. It's like somebody six cars or over can send a dick pic. This is crazy that we've moved into this area. It's crazy a new term air dict. have you been air today have you been air dropped a dick pic here's a quote it's really sleazy and it's unsettling because you don't know who this is but you know they're very close to you i don't know if a disgusted reaction is what they're looking for one of my fears is that they'll actually follow me off the train oh they'll follow you off the train honey if you get that dick pic and smile that's for sure maybe that's what they're doing they're air dropping a dick pic also known as air dicking. And then they're waiting to see if any lady in the train or wherever they're at, whatever public space, the cafe, who knows, Applebee's. Hey, is that lady smiling? Any of these ladies smiling? I'll follow her. Crazy behavior. I'd imagine this happens. What makes the practice particularly sinister is that airdrop only works within a 30-foot range, making the victim feel stalked by someone close at hand. But she doesn't know who the chican is. How do you take on these penis pervs, these chickons, these air dickers? It is possible to avoid getting digitally flashed, ladies, by changing the settings on your iPhone to only accept airdrops from your contacts and from nobody else. I suggest you do that, otherwise you're going to get some unwanted air dicks in public spaces like buses and trains. Places where you don't really want to see a penis in general. I don't know why you would want to see a penis that's unsolicited. These unsolicited dick pics—I never understood. Never sent one in my life. Never would. I mean, I'm not going to say I haven't sent dick pics. I have. There's a few floating. I've been asked for these dick pics though. I'm not going to send an unsolicited airdrop dick. What do you think I am? That is obscene. That is degenerate behavior, and I'm—I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm into d- degeneracy, but not that kind of degeneracy. Okay. I have class. One, moment, one woman says she gets penis-bombed on the train, and she knows what to do. She says, I like to hold up my phone, and I yell loudly, To whoever guy who sent this, I appreciate the naughty dick pic, but with a penis this tiny, you shouldn't be bragging. Send something better. She hopes that the ridicule might discourage them from doing it. Yes, but I don't think that's going to work. It's very funny, though. <laughs> One of the things you got to watch out for, I'd imagine, though, if you're going to do this, is that there could be a police officer within 30 feet of you, also looking at that, and then you're screwed if they find out who this is. So you got to be careful out there, you air dickers. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not trying to help the air dickers. I'm warning the air dickers. You just stop this behavior, because you could easily get caught. And by the way, this is a terrible thing to do to the, to the public, because not just the women have to see this; all of us have to see this. Shouldn't be doing this at all. Virtual flashing. You'll be doing your virtual flashing behind bars, Buster. If I have anything to say about it. <laughs> Especially in Japan, where they have ordinances against, you know, unacceptable, disorderly, lewd behavior, which I like. Oh, guys, hold on a second. Somebody airdrop something. to me. Oh, it's a vagina. I got airdropped a vagina. It's about time. Getting tired of getting all those penises. I'm not internationally known, but I'm known to rock the weird news, you know. Beware of rolling mountain poop balls. The National Park Service wants you to beware of these rolling mountain poop balls. What are rolling mountain poop balls, Jonesy? That's a great question. To this day I've never heard of rolling mountain poop balls. I'm gonna I gotta say though, I don't I don't I don't hang out on mountains very regularly, but maybe there's mountain turds everywhere. Hikers at the Great Smoky Mountains National Park in particular are being warned to watch out for wayward turds. According to the National Park Service Facebook post, these rolling balls of crap are being propelled by a type of dung beetle called tumblebugs. Oh, these beetles, they just roll poop their whole life. What a strange existence. These dung beetles. God, imagine being born a dung beetle. I would hate that. Just hanging out with shit all day. Gross. Rolling it around in the ground? I mean... uh. Here's a quote. It's like they always say, when life gives you crap, roll it into a ball. Lay an egg inside, bury it, and use it to nourish your offspring. Is that what they do? I don't know anything about this this kind of stuff. They lay their eggs in the poop ball, and that way when the baby's born, it can eat the poop. Your first meal is poop? Oh, that's terrible. I would hate that. Life's got to be... I mean, from the get-go, you got to be very discouraged. It's like, hey, we, we're born. It's life. Hey, uh, this is what I'm going to be eating for the rest of my life? It's just a ball, ball of crap? This ain't good. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> so this Facebook page has been viewed more than 20,000 times. They're telling you dung beetles and tumblebugs do this. They roll up these balls of crap. The dung beetles rely mostly on animal excrement to reproduce. This is why they're rolling around some crap. Female beetles will lay a fertilized egg into each of these poo balls, and the males will bury them for safekeeping. Wow, look at that, how they work together. Here, honey, put your egg in this poop. Yep, I'm, don't worry, I'll roll it up, I'll find some place for it. It's like, where are you putting our kids? Tell me where'd you put them. Did you put them behind the rock? I want to know where you're putting them. Don't you worry, I'll find a great place for this <laughs> this this poop ball that is holding our ch- future children. Your future children all rolled up in a poop ball. Imagine, crazy existence. Man, see, this is, the, the world is so weird. You don't have to dig very deeply. You find just the weirdest stuff, man. Beetles, so weird. Did you know there's more species of beetles than any other, any other life form? Yeah. One famous biologist, I forget his name, was asked, if you could say one thing about Mother Nature, what would it be? And it was like, well, she seems to have a fondness for beetles. Yeah. So when these eggs hatch, the larvae grow, and they can survive on their own inside the poop, apparently. They're calling it a crappy hatchery. It provides a meal for these hungry dung beetles upon upon their birth. So the park officials have said, Dung beetles and tumblebugs do us a great service by keeping the trails clean and aiding in decomposition. So they're telling people to watch out. Don't step on these beetles that are pushing their dung. Don't step on the dung. <laughs> they're warning you. This is sweet. Yeah, we should all let these dung beetles have their ex- I mean, it's a terrible existence. I mean, let's not step on them as well. You know, It's bad enough you're born into a ball of crap. You should be able to just kind of walk along the trails without being stepped on by a giant human. I agree. I've seen, I think, I believe I've seen dung beetles because I'm looking at the photo of the dung beetle and that looks very familiar to me. Although at the time, the dung beetle wasn't, you know, playing with a ball of shit. uh, But I mean, I think this is what it was. It's fascinating. Nature is so fascinating. Fascinating. You think we're weird? Oh, goodness gracious. There's some weird stuff going out there. How about those bugs that they, they, after they procreate, they murder their lover? That kind of shit happens in nature as well. I mean, it happens in real life too. Not not so much the murder, but they definitely like to cut off your penis. (laughs) So look, if you're hiking out there, especially in the Great Smoky Mountains, I don't know if I have any fans in the Great Smoky Mountains. I don't even know where that is, to be honest with you. But just watch out for the dung beetles, okay? Let them do their thing. They need to procreate. Apparently, we need a lot of dung beetles in this world because there's a lot of dung that needs to be picked up, rolled up, and smoked, baby. Smoke it. Yay! Here's another weird story out of Japan. A trial run of anti-groping UV stamps sells out within an hour. Anti-groping UV stamps. What could this possibly be? Well, following a heated online debate on ways to combat groping and similar behaviors in public, especially on trains in Japan, a name stamp maker released a new product that can be applied to the offender's hand, leaving the seal mark of an open palm to identify an assailant. Fascinating. This company's name is Shachichara Incorporated. They make easy-to-use pre-ink seals... And these things are priced at about 2,500 yen, and they help deter the common problem on Japan's crowded trains. So in addition to the air dicking that's going on in these crowded Japan planes, people are groping people on these trains. So they had a limited run of 500 sets of these, and they sold out in less than an hour. The anti-groping stamp uses a special ink that only becomes visible under ultraviolet light but not under sunlight or artificial light, according to the company. The black light that comes with the stamp can be used to illuminate the 9mm stamped mark. The ink can even be washed off. The product is designed primarily as a deterrent to discourage anybody from groping. An accompanying strap can be attached to a bag to show those nearby that a person is carrying the stamp. So I'm wondering, is it the... Do you wear the stamp to prevent yourself from being groped? Or the gropers wear the stamp? I don't understand how this works. Okay, I, I found another alternative article. It, it, it does say, okay, so it's for the victims of the harassment to leave an identifying mark on anyone who tries to assail them. It's intended to deter nuisance. So apparently if someone grabs you, this thing imprints a 9 millimeter image of an open hand in special ink that's only visible under this light. Now, what I'm wondering is, if you put this on just one hand or one spot, I mean, if the person grabs you in another place, I mean, how does this thing, how does this work? The issue of harassment in public in Japan is an issue, and they're trying to create some products that discourage groping and discourage air dicks as well. This seems to be a problem in Japan. What's wrong with you people over there? Uh, Stop groping women. (laughs) I mean, come on. I'm curious about this product. I feel like you would need to put this on a larger surface area. The photo shows it going on, shows it on the back of a woman's hand as though that's the only place you're going to be groped. You need to put this on your ass, though, in other places. I mean, perhaps there's some clothing you could wear that has this on it. I don't know. It's it's, it's a complicated situation. I don't know if this stamp is the answer, but I like where they're going with it. It's sad that you even have to go here with it. It's sad that women are being groped in public. I mean, I've seen it before in New York City on the trains, and I mean, it's just a mess out there for women. I feel terrible especially, uh, you know, using public transportation. So anything to make them feel safer or or anything to deter this activity, this obscene activity that seems to be rampant in Japan, I'm all for it. But I don't know if this is the actual, if this is going to be the solution. But I like where they're going. You know, I don't know what you do. Put up more cameras. I mean, I just don't know what, you know, It's this is going to be a problem. I mean... I'm not sure. This is a fascinating solution though. Very weird. Totally weird. Um, yeah, so anybody out there in Japan? I mean, I've done two Japan stories today but I, and I feel like there's a lot of weird crap in Japan. I need to go there and do a weird AF tour because there's. I need to go to the poop museum. Maybe I'll bring my, dung, my pet dung beetle to the poop museum. Dung beetle would, would be like, Oh my God, look at all this poop. This is amazing. Time to lay some eggs. That's a weird way to end this story. <laughs> hey, what's up, fellow weirdos? Thanks for listening to the episode today. Please like and subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend or an enemy about it. <laughs> I don't tell a dead relative. I don't give a damn. Just tell somebody. Got an email from Josh G in Vegas. Love this. Hey, Jonesy, when I first saw and heard your podcast from my Google Home and it first started, I thought, hmm, This is a little longer. Then after cracking up from from the first few minutes of it, I thought, I could listen to this guy all day. I just joined your Patreon and can't wait to delve into the extra stuff. Just wanted to also say that when you sometimes go philosophical on your tangents, you give pretty good life advice or... Just interesting words on life. That's what I think. Thanks for making us smile, laugh, and feel good about ourselves and life, man. Take care and keep being yourself. Josh G in Vegas, who joined the Patreon. You know, these are the messages you wake up to and you go, oh, boner time. Love it. Josh G, yeah, you gave me a boner, bro. Dudes normally don't give me a boner, but your, your amazing email did. I love this stuff. This is why I do the podcast. Shit like this feels good. I've done so many different things in my life in attempts to entertain the masses. This is the only thing that's ever been appreciated. I've been telling jokes for 14 years on stages. Yeah, some people like it. They're not fans for life, though. I'm not converting any of these people. I couldn't get off the stage and be like, join my Patreon if you like my jokes. No one gives a shit. This is the only thing I've ever done that everyone's like, hey, you know what? You're actually bringing joy to our lives. This makes me happy. And it's messages like this that reinforce this idea and keep me going. So thank you, Josh G. Thank you, everybody, who sent me an email like this. Got another message that's amazing from... Let me let me see if I can find it. What was her name? Shoot, hold on. Allison Elise Woodruff sent me a lovely message. She wrote, You're like the only person that is famous that said my name on air, so now I can die happy. <laughs> LOL. We live in a small, small town. It's called Paris, but Paris, Tennessee is far from Paris, France. They even made a tiny replica of the Eiffel Tower in our town. Uh, There's also a Paris, Texas, by the way. Very good movie. I highly recommend it. Alice and I gave a shout-out to um, last week, I believe, and so she's referring to that, and then just wrote me this lovely message about um, every night we cook dinner, we listen to your show, her and her family. Even when I'm having a shitty day, your program makes me laugh. Thank you for not being one of those stuck-up celebrities that think a small-town waitress isn't worth saying happy birthday to. Oh, yeah, that's right. I said happy birthday to you. It really made me feel special. That's what connects you so well to your audience, Jonesy. You're very genuine, and you can tell you're a funny guy, and it's natural. Keep making the world funnier with your sunny outlook. I wish more people had that. Love you. Love you, Allison, and your whole family. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I feel bad that I might occasionally ruin your dinner with some of the stuff that I say on here, but <laughs> I hope you'll bear with me. By the way, famous me? Nah, not at all. But I like it. I appreciate that. Other people that have reached out to me. Let me get into the phone here. Okay. Tails unleashed on Instagram. Hey, Jonesy, just listen to the episode where the American stats say that kids aren't having sex as much anymore. And I have a valid opinion it's medication. She says the youth today, including myself, are over medicated with antidepressants and anti anxiety meds. Uh... The most common side effects of all these SSRI medications is a loss of sex drive. No libido. I used to have a very high sex drive. Since being on my meds, it's down to basically zero. Oh, this is totally accurate. Total, totally, like Oh why I got to tell you guys, if you can, get off the meds if you can. I'm not a doctor, so don't listen to me. But I'm saying if you can, you can avoid it. I try to avoid, um, um, you know, medicating from a lab. I try a lot of resources, a lot of acupuncture. Comedians can say some pretty outrageous stuff. Um, if you guys want to reach out to me, please do so anytime. You can call the show, 646-450-2012. You can email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. And uh, on Instagram, it's at funnyjones. Twitter, at funnyjones. And on Facebook, it's comedian comedianjonesy. Uh, thanks for listening to the show. Check out my Patreon p a t r e o n dot com slash weird af news and like Josh from Vegas you can get access to some of the pretty cool extra shit that I have on there including a, a a second bonus episode that I recorded last night with a comedian friend of mine and it's very good and we got very philosophical if you like deep rants we went deep on this crap and and the, my buddy that did it is a pretty weird smart guy so I think you might enjoy the new episode it's a bonus episode that'll be going on the Patreon today. And over the weekend, I'll do some videos from Sacramento. So all that's on the Patreon. Check it out, patreon.com slash weirdafnews. And this is way too long of an outro. Please forgive me. Yo, I heard you, Jonesy. I heard you say it, man. You should replace all Floridians with robots or something like that? I don't know, man. I was in the middle of listening to the podcast. I had to just stop and call you. I'm listening to you, Jonesy. I'm on to you, brother. Telling me to... Telling me that... Burger King employees in Florida should be robots. That's damn blasphemy. What would the king do? Anyway, I'm driving my bread truck. I gotta pay more attention. But I'm on to you. I'm on to you, man. I'm serious, man. I, ooh. Ooh, I'm gonna go back and listen to the rest of the story here. Yeah. But I, I'm on. I'm on. Bring it on, wrestling, sexy robots. This here is the angry Florida man. I will defend my wrestling backyard built against any robot, especially one of them sexy ones. yee Red Bull gives you wings, more like Red Bull gives you diabetes.